Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often have the opportunity on Harvest Time to tell the stories of Harvest Baptist Church as we feature interviews with our members and sometimes other friends of the ministry. You can join us Sunday morning at Harvest Baptist Church as we have our morning worship service beginning at 10.30 a.m. Sunday morning, and we'll have other details about the service at the end of the program. But let's begin today by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Hop a day, Chris. This Sunday is one of the most important Sunday highlights in sort of the annual calendar of our church. We call it Orphan Sunday. And this Sunday in particular, we'll be thinking about Harvest House and the ministry that God has given us over the last few years of ministering to the foster children across Guam in a number of different ways and coming alongside foster families. Our executive director at Harvest House, Bethany Taylor, uh, reminds us regularly about the need for care of these orphans around our island, these foster children. And I think the numbers are uh, nearly 250 children in the foster care system right now, and not very many families. In fact, I think it's about 30 families that are licensed foster care families. A good portion of those are from Harvest, which I'm proud of our church and being willing to, and for so many people are stepping up to the plate in this area. We know that God hasn't called everybody to foster care ministry, but we know that God has called us all to care about it. And so that's really our burden. And so we're going to be talking about a number of things on Sunday morning that I think will be encouraging and maybe challenging. One of the reasons why we care about this topic is because God does. In fact, this Sunday we'll be emphasizing James 127, which says, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction and to keep himself unspotted from the world. So this is part of genuine Christ-likeness, what real Christianity means to care for those that Jesus cares for. And so we'll talk about that on Sunday morning along with other things that we do every Sunday, encourage each other and worship God together. So we're looking forward to that time, and it'll be at 10.30. The main service starts at 10.30. I'm really pleased to have Bonkanda with us today and have the opportunity to talk with him about uh, the things that God's doing in his life and also just about his background and his story. So, Bong, welcome to Harvest Time. We're really glad to have you with us today. Thank you, Pastor. Before anything else, I would like to greet first our fellow listener in Guam. Half a day and half a day to, to you again, Pastor and uh, Chris. I'm so thankful for the God bringing you and your family to Harvest and I know that our listeners will be interested in a little bit of your story, your background. How long have you been on Guam, and how did God direct you, first of all, to the island? Tell me about your background and how you got here. Actually, we are petitioned by, by my father. Uh, that is way back 1991. Okay. And my eldest is only four years old at that time. Then when we arrived here, that is October 13. October 27, 2013, that is more than 23 years Yeah. before our petition was approved. So for I, 23 years, you were wanting to, trying to get to Guam, but you weren't able to for that whole period until, you know, the petition had been approved. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Actually, uh, 
I don't want to go anymore in Guam because I have a nice uh, a job in PI. I'm working in National Power Corporation. Then after that, after National Power Corporation, I worked part of Middle East at that time. And I started working in uh, Kuwait for one year. Then after Kuwait, I go back in uh, Qatar. Mm-hmm. And Qatar is a place where I received the Lord, and I met the Lord there in Qatar. Isn't that amazing that God moved you from the Philippines to work in Qatar and in that place, away from your family, right? Right. God brought you to himself. Can you tell me about that? What happened? Uh, that is uh, 2006 when I'm in Qatar. At that time, uh, I'm working in a, in a company in Qatar. Then uh, somebody approached me. He's one of our consultants in uh, building construction at that time. Mm-hmm. And he approached me that, Bong, anyway, it's our break time. Can I uh, share to you the Word of God? So for me, there's no hesitant. I said, sure, why not? He shared that to me. But before that, I already knew the Lord at the time when I'm studying in PI in college. That is uh, 1984. Uh, because my auntie is... Uh, is a Christian, and he already shared the word to me. But it's only like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's already a seed on my heart, but that worked out. So that's why I met the Lord in Middle East, in Qatar. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what's the plan of God for me at that time. Because uh, when, when, when one of my friends shared the word of God to me, there's no hesitant. I accepted the Lord. As my personal Lord and Savior. So, one week before that, uh, I told to my friend that uh, maybe this is our last time to be talk about uh, the Word of God because I'm be going to Bahrain. Mm-hmm. I flew Bahrain December 25. Then I don't know that in Bahrain, there is a church there that I do not know. It is a Baptist church. Mm. But I, don't know, I do not know about Baptist church. Just I know only a Catholic only because we grew up in a Catholic family. Mm-hmm. My father is a Catholic. My mother is a Catholic. And I also very religious. Sure, yeah. Very religious. Every time uh, they talk about against Catholic, oh, I'm really very angry at that time. So to, uh, to continue my going back to to Bahrain. So, in Bahrain, when I go there in Bahrain, there's a Bible study every Friday. Mm. Every Friday uh, evening. I do not know them, but they said they are a Christian, Baptist. So, they share the Word of God again, and they taught me if I already knew the Lord as my personal Lord and Savior. Then I told them that, yes, I know already the Lord as my personal Lord and Savior. So, after the Bible study, one of the elders approached me, Obong, uh, we have a church on Friday. Because Friday in, in Middle East is a Sunday. Okay. So he, he told me that, can I pick you up and go to our church there to listen to the uh, preaching of the pastor? Oh, no, I, I cannot come. I uh-huh. told him I cannot come because Friday is only my uh, off day. And mm. I need to go to, like, for example, going to uh, market, mm-hmm. buying uh Things to eat like that. It was your so, only day to do all those things. You were working the rest of the week, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I told them, 
that is for for three months they are always uh, convincing me to go to church but after three months on that I approach him okay Brad I can go with you on Friday mm. then that's the start of my growing in the word of God wow yeah how long did you stay in Bahrain in Bahrain I stayed there for five years okay and for five years I really uh, learned a lot the word of God yeah so you started to grow as a Christian and grow in your understanding of the scriptures and what God's word had to say about your life yes and now you were already married is that right or um, so yes I'm already married at that time okay so so what did your wife uh, think about that? Did you tell her that you'd become a Christian, or how did you tell her that? Yes, I called her. I told her, Ma, I'm already a Christian. Okay. <laughs> but after that, he told me, Why? Why did you change your religion? No, Ma, it's not about religion. It's about relationship to God. Uh-huh. I told her like that. So maybe in my feeling, she's happy. She's happy, but... I don't know what is the feeling of my wife at the time because she knew that I really love Catholic at the time mm-hmm. because every Sunday, my wife and my kids, we are always on the church every Sunday. Yeah. So I told her that uh, maybe after a year, I will go back there in PI for my vacation and I will share to you the Word of God also mm-hmm. and especially to our children. So is that what happened? Did you go back to the... To PI and, and yeah, what happened I, when you did that? Yeah, I go back to PI. I have a vacation for one month. So in in PI, uh, there's a pastor there. Uh, and one of the uh, elders came to our house. And they introduced me that, oh, I am pastor uh, like that. And the pastor told me that, can I share the word of God to your family? Sure, because I need I need them to know about the relationship of Jesus Christ you know, in their life. So they shared the word of God to them. And I saw Jet, Justin, and Jeff. They're really attentive, and they're listening. But These are your kids, right? Yeah. How many so children do you have? I have three kids. Okay. The eldest is Jasper, the second is Justin, and my youngest is Jet. Okay. Jessler. And so they were listening to the pastor talk about the gospel, and, and what did they think about that? I am really uh, looking at them. For me, I thought I thought that uh, my two boys, Jasper and Jessler, will not be easily uh, what they call that one. Uh, they will not persuaded or convinced. Yeah, they will not be persuaded yeah. mm-hmm. on the yeah. word of God. And I know only my uh, daughter because she's a girl and she has no any. Uh, what do you call that? Friends. Mm-hmm. It's only from school, house, school, house, then church yeah. like that only. Sure. So, I do not know that uh, on that time, on that day, Jet and Jasper accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. even my wife. But Justin did not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard her talk about this a little bit. She was... A little offended, wasn't she? Yes, she was offended. Actually, when we were going to uh, Baptist Church, she's coming with us, but his mind is flying. But after that, after the service, morning service, 
she will go to Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. And she's crying with, with his friend, she's telling about like that. I don't know why my dad converted to another religion. She said like that. Mm-hmm. And that went on for some time, right? Until God finally got a hold yeah, of Yeah, that's for Justine's some time only. Yeah, yeah. So your whole family then became believers, and, and you started going to the same church there in the Philippines. Did you go back to Bahrain for a little bit, or were you back permanently in the PI now? No, I go back to Bahrain uh, after one month, but one week before going back to Bahrain, I talked to my, uh, to my daughter regarding that man-to-man. My daughter is crying. He said, uh, Pa, Dad, uh, please give me time, mm-hmm. and uh, I will pray for that. Okay, don't worry. I will pray for you. Then when I'm already in Bahrain, I'm praying that, that my daughter will also accept the Lord as personal Lord and Savior. So when I, after two months, my wife called me, and my wife is very happy that, oh, do you know that Justin already accepted Jesus Christ as, as her personal Lord and Savior? Mm-hmm. Oh, Amazing, uh, nothing like that. I yeah. was happy. Yeah, I was very happy on that time because the pastor in Bahrain is also praying for that. Yeah. Oh, that's so great. And I always love hearing the story of how God works in our hearts and draws us to Himself. And it's different for I, I think everybody. It's one of the reasons why we know that being a Christian isn't some sort of a very specific process where everybody goes through the same thing, one step after another after another, all at the same time. Um, because the Christians that I know, the real Christians that I know, they their story of salvation comes at different times in their life, and God uses different circumstances to draw us to himself. And uh, it's so interesting and neat to hear how God had to bring you all the way to Kuwait. You said Kuwait first, and then Bahrain yeah. in uh, his process of helping you to see him and, and come to faith in Christ, and then to see your family follow along. That's really great. You mentioned that uh, you and your wife and your and your children all came. Then were able to come to the to the United States to Guam mm-hmm. in 2013, right? Yeah. And then how did you f- find out about Harvest? So, so you're all Christians. So you just come and looking for a church, or yeah, when we arrived here first time, we did is we are looking for a church with the same doctrine. Yeah. As as in TI, so we are searching for in the internet and. We see the the word Harvest Baptist Church. Yeah. But my my son Jasper is the one searching for the church on that. But before that, we already uh, started going to church in Family Baptist Church. Okay, sure. That is for maybe uh, for one month only, because when we see Harvest Baptist Church, when we contacted Baptist Church, then Pastor Jared called Jasper. Uh. At the time, so Pastor Jared's the one picking up, up, uh, going to church, mm. then bringing home again to church. That yeah. is Sunday morning, Sunday evening, then Wednesday evening. Yeah. So I'm very thankful to Pastor Jared. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're so thankful that God directed you to Harvest. We love your family. You and your wife are uh, faithful servants of God, and your children are just such a blessing uh, to our family. Your son is married. You have a grandbaby, yeah. beautiful little girl, and 
Um, so we really love the kind of family and the way that God's directed you here. Bong, you also serve uh, as a deacon at Harvest. Is that right? And tell yes. me about how, how God's using that in your life. Actually, uh, being a deacon really uh, is different. Only here in Harvest Baptist Church, mm-hmm. I was selected as a deacon. I, I don't know that uh, God will use me here in Harvest Baptist Church to serve the, this ministry. So I'm really very thankful that uh, being a deacon is really, uh, actually, I'm the only Filipino on, th- on that group. Yeah. They are all uh, Americans and Samoro. So first time to be with them, you know. Yeah, it's great. And we have such a unique deacon group. It's really very diverse, um, which is representative of our, of our church family. Um, and uh, it's fun watching our deacon group just grow in our care for our church family. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're thankful for that and thankful for your willingness to serve and the good things that God's doing in your life. Um, could you just, we have just a minute or so, but could you tell us about uh, maybe something that God is teaching you particularly at this stage of life? Actually, uh, uh, God's really teaching me every day. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want, I want really to be uh, remove my... Uh, easily, my anger easily. Mm-hmm. I'm easily, uh, I don't know, that's my, uh, I don't know, uh, maybe uh, God's really teaching me every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, and my burden also, it's my, I, want, I want my parents, especially my dad and my stepmom, uh, I want them to be, sh- I want them that they really know God. Mm. They really know that Jesus Christ only the uh, the hope in their life and nothing else. Amen. Amen. Well, we'll pray that God would draw your parents to Him in the same way that He drew you and your and your children, your wife. Um, and uh, I know that God cares about that. And I th- thank you for your transparency, even in the things that God is teaching you. We all have areas of our life that God's trying to change us and grow us. And I think that's one of the great things about the Harvest family. There re- really is a a transparent spirit about mm. each of us. We, we know that, that we all have areas that we want to work on and that God's trying to work on in our lives and we're helping and encouraging each other um, in the Word. And as the Spirit grows us, we're able to see victories in this area. So thank you for being willing to share that. Oh, thank you too, Pastor. Thank you. Well, we're thankful for, I uh, mentioned this earlier, but thankful for the Kondo family and the things that God's doing in their life and uh, thankful for the privilege of sharing, of worshiping and serving together here at Harvest. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. As always, at this time, we want to personally invite you to services this weekend at Harvest Baptist Church. We begin on Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. At that time, we have children's programs and adult Bible fellowships. And at 10.30 a.m., you can join us for our morning worship service. Now, if you're not sure where to go when you get here, you can always stop at the Welcome Center, which is out in front of our auditorium. You can get directions to your class or to your children's class. And you can always find more information at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time.